Hi, this is Larry Wilson, and this is How to Talk to Humans. This is the podcast that shows you how to improve your communication skills. Are you looking to get a better job? Are you looking to find a relationship? Are you trying to do things in your life that have frustrated you and eluded you so far? I can show you so easily how to change that. Now, I can only do it with humans. If you're looking to deal with vampires or zombies, extraterrestrials, this is not the show for you. But if you're really looking to improve your communication skills, I can show you what I've learned from 40 years in show business working with the biggest celebrities and superstars in the world, and their secrets are unbelievable. What I'm going to be teaching you during the course of this podcast every week are tools that you can use to communicate toward success. Hi, this is Larry Wilson. Thanks for joining me again for another episode of How to Talk to Humans. Today, I want to respond to an email I got from, a, a, I don't know what you call yourselves, uh, people who listen to this podcast, uh, who um, was interested when I was talking about the three C's of Wilson Method to uh, connect, convey, and create. And, you know, the first C, connect, is I want you to learn techniques to connect with people before you've spoken a word. And... Uh, he very polite. It was very a nice email. I don't mean to suggest he was a crank or anything like that, but he seemed uh, he was hard pressed to believe it was possible to connect without speaking, and it uh, inspired me uh, to talk this week's episode and actually teach you do a training right now so that everyone listening can learn how to do this and start practicing it. Like everything I teach, uh, the episode I spoke about, the body does well what the body does often. This is as simple as it gets. You must practice these things regularly. You can't just make a huge push one time and think that should take care of everything. It's got to be repetitive. A little bit practiced every day is infinitely more productive than one gigantic push and then no further attempt or effort to implement. So I want to talk today about technique I use in my two-day boot camp with Wilson Method. And it's a game, really. It's not hard to do. It's actually kind of amusing. It didn't start out uh, meant for Wilson Method. It started out with my son when he was four years old. I don't know, really, the origin of this game, but uh, we called it Eggs Benedict. And I guess he must have heard that phrase, Eggs Benedict, uh, on TV or someplace, because I know that he didn't know what Eggs Benedict were. But... He was standing in the bathroom, looking into the mirror, and he wanted me to give him different emotions to portray. And then whatever I would suggest, he would say it 
he would say the words eggs benedict using that particular emotion. So I'd say, this is the happiest day of your life. And he'd say, eggs benedict. And of course, I would fall down laughing because it was so funny. He's four years old. Then I'd say, uh, suspicious. And he'd say, eggs benedict. And every single time I'm falling down the floor because they're hysterical. Now, what you can't see on this podcast is my facial affect. And of course, this is something that has fallen into decline in recent years because of the advent of technology. If you're mostly communicating through texting, why would you have any facial affect at all? You don't use your face. This, of course, is not a good thing. You have to use it, and you have to use it regularly. And the easiest way for you to start turning that ship around is the Eggs Benedict game. I want you to set up a camera, whether it can be your phone, it could be a real camera, could be on your desktop, laptop, anything. I want you to be able to record yourself so that you can look at it dispassionately later. And all I'm asking you to do, maybe you make up a, maybe you have a set of a three by five cards that you write a different attitude or emotion on. Angry, happy, suspicious, depressed, um, exhilarated. Uh, you can go on and on and on. Uh, jealous, uncertain. I just want you to have some cues to use for the way you're going to say eggs benedict. Now, the, the point, of course, of this whole exercise and the reason my son uh, came up with it, I think really, is because the words don't matter. That's the whole point. I don't want you worrying about the words. I want you concentrating on having vocal affect, which is the sound, the color, the texture of your voice, as well as facial affect. I'm not asking you to be a ham or try to be an actor. I'm just asking you to practice using your face. If someone was uh, deliriously happy, their face would look different than someone who was filled with murderous rage. And if when you're doing this, your face doesn't look different, this is a really bad sign. If you have the same lack of facial affect, no matter what emotion you're supposed to be feeling, it's a bad sign. It's not hopeless. It just means you have to get to work. And that's what we're doing on this episode today. I want you to record yourself. Take those three by five cards we put emotions on, shuffle them up, put them face down, turn the top one over, whatever it says, look directly into the camera, make eye contact with the camera, and then say eggs benedict using whatever that cue is, whatever emotion it suggests on that three by five card. And then go to the next one, and then the next one. And when you've gone through the whole stack of cards you have, stop the video and take a look at it. Watch it. 
and see what's going on. One of the first things I suspect you'll notice is that your uh, facial affect is not nearly as pronounced as you think it is when you're doing it. We see this on stage with performers all the time. In rehearsal, actors will do something and the director will say, uh, can you do it a little bit bigger? And the actor will say, I feel like I'm doing it really big. And the truth is they do feel like they're doing it really big. But what you feel on the inside, frequently very different than what we see on the outside. And this is mission critical because I want you to learn to really let these feelings show through your face. This is the beginning of connecting with people without saying a word. Now, I'm sure there's someone thinking, but Larry, you're having me say eggs Benedict. Yes, the same way a batter warms up swinging two bats, you know, in the bullpen. I want you to be practicing, but when your facial affect starts to become second nature, when you feel comfortable, then the smile that comes on your face before you speak to someone, that's going to connect you with them. If you also are looking directly into their eyes, not avoiding their gaze, not blinking, not, God forbid, wearing sunglasses, which I have seen recently online, why bother? Why bother to show up if you're going to, I get that you're extremely cool. You are the coolest. No one's ever been. You're ice cold. But it's useless if you're trying to communicate. It's, I mean, now someone's going to bring up an example, I'm sure, of someone famous. You know, if you're Snoop Dogg, I guess he can wear dark glasses because we already know everything that he's bringing with him to this communication. But I'm guessing Snoop Dogg is not listening to this podcast. He's actually an extremely good communicator. He does a really, really good job. And he's got his own style that he's using. But if you are not Snoop Dogg, then you have to learn to have enough facial affect showing that before you've spoken a word, we already are getting feelings about what's going on with you. Are you friendly? Are you dangerous? Are you an ally? Or are you an adversary? All of these things we get in the space of under one second. This semiotic information transmitted almost instantaneously. And I'm teaching you right now how to affect it. The Again, I'm not asking you to become a, an actor. I'm not asking you to be fake or phony. What I'm asking you to do when you, for example, if this works either in real life or it can work on line, if you're on Zoom or on some uh, MS or Microsoft Word Teams or any kind of platform where people are looking at you through a camera pointed at you, I want you to be able to make them feel something so that they're inclined to listen to you when you start to speak. That already puts you head and shoulders above anyone else that you're in competition with. 
because they aren't doing this. Go online and watch them. Uh, I have a collection now. I must have a dozen different videos, professionally produced commercials. Someone's paying money to produce the commercial. They're paying money to hire professional actors. And these actors cannot maintain eye contact with the camera. They're, they know the words, they say all the words, and they pitch the product, but their eyes are all over the place, and they're looking down, and they're looking to the side. Sometimes they're closing their eyes directly on camera. Why? Because it's hard to look directly into this unblinking, cyclopean eye that feels like it's judging us. It's hard to do. You know what else is hard to do? It's hard to ride a horse or a motorcycle. It, it's hard to bake a cake. It's hard to repair a car. It's hard to change a transmission in a car. All these things are hard until someone teaches you how to do it and you practice doing it. Then after a while, it starts to become second nature and you think, I can bake a cake or change a transmission in my sleep. It's nothing. Well, of course it's nothing. Once you've done it a lot and you've done it repeatedly, that's called mastery. And that's what I want you to achieve in your communication. So I want you to think of something. This is not at the same time you're doing uh, Eggs Benedict, Eggs Benedict, you're seeing a cue card that tells you, oh, this is, you feel now uh, suspicious. And so that's how you're going to say Eggs Benedict. There isn't a right way to say it, and there isn't a wrong way. I just want something to come out of you so that it shows on your face and that you can feel something yourself. In a separate issue, when you address someone you're meeting someone in public or you're stepping up in front of a large group to speak or you're on Zoom about to make a presentation, think of something pleasing. Take a moment. Don't try to do it while you're rushing and you're doing 18 hours. Don't when you're driving. Stop, close your eyes, take a moment and think. If you can really picture something it could be a memory, it could be the face of a person you care about, a member of your family, it could be a vacation you went on, it could be a fantastic meal that you remember, it could be an accomplishment when you won an award or you attended something you never thought you'd get the chance to attend, it could be anything. I just want you to have a genuine feeling about whatever this thing is you're thinking about. I can tell you, I'll tell you right now, my go-to that I automatically use, I don't even have to think about it. Now, I don't know if you can hear me, I'm already, you, I'm sure you can hear I'm smiling, but I'm also almost laughing because this thing I think of is so powerful. I think of my son when he was five. He and I were walking across a parking lot in the summertime to our car. I was holding his hand and we got to the car and for some reason I fumbled with the car keys and I couldn't get them. I couldn't open the car away. And he looks up at me with this funny smile on his face and says, 
it's damned hot out here. As you would say, and I just fell out laughing. I'm just thinking about it now. I only have to think about that. If I'm about to go on camera and I think about that, when the camera goes on, I have a smile on my face. I may even be laughing. If I'm about to walk out in front of a group of 500 people to make a presentation about Wilson Method, that's all I have to do is think about that. I'm not expecting the recipient on the other end of this communication to know that's what I'm thinking. They don't have to. I just want them to see the expression on my face. I want them to feel the facial affect that's coming through my face because it makes people feel connected to you. This has been Larry Wilson. I want to thank you for spending this time with me, and I hope you found this information useful. If you're looking for more, you can find it at thewilsonmethod.com. There's a ton of stuff there. In fact, if you want, you can even speak to me because I'm human. Send me an email at info at wilsonmethod.com because I read every single one. I hope that you'll join us next week in this continuing journey and you'll be with me for the next episode of How to Talk to Humans. <laughs> <laughs>